Yo, yo, what's going on? Train Hard Live Strong family. This is your host, Coach Matt, owner of Athletic Beans Training and Apparel. In this episode, we have an amazing guest speaker that has gone through so much with her body and health. And the beautiful thing about this is she is going to not only inspire you to become an expert in something that you might be diagnosed with, but she's also going to give you motivation to push through that mental block that you might have because of an injury, a past injury, a current injury, or some sort of limitation that you might have, even if you're going to see doctors that are telling you to not do something that you really Really want to do this amazing guest speaker really pushed her limits and figured out how to fix her body by herself and strengthening the things that she needed to strengthen in order to live a strong and happy life and also to go compete in the season two titan games which is truly amazing so without further ado everyone let's go ahead and dive in this episode Hey everyone, Coach Matt here, and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong Podcast, where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers, and people who have gone through dramatic transformations, and we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. I'm your host, Coach Matt, and today we have an amazing guest speaker on the show, a season two Titan Games competitor and truly an amazing individual and how she overcame all these life obstacles, you know, that really took a hit on her on her body, physically, health, mindset, and how she overcame it. So if right now you are struggling with anything when it comes down to injury or any self-doubt that you may have because of some sort of limitation you might have, stay get ready because this is going to be an amazing episode for you and for anyone else who is also struggling with the same thing. So without further ado, everyone, let's welcome our guest speaker, Jessica. Hey Jessica. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for having me, Matthew. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you truly have an outstanding story, and I cannot wait for everyone to listen to it. So um, so real quick, you know, for everyone who doesn't know who you are and, you know, everything that you've gone through and stuff, could you give like a nice little background, you know, of, of what you went through and, and how you got to where you are today? Yeah. So I'm nearly 42 years old. Um, I'm a homeschool mom of four. And my background in fitness up until age 39 was basically absolutely nothing. Um, I lived life, took care of my kids. We have a small family farm, and um, that's what I did. In doing that, um, I always had struggles through the years. Uh, I can remember going back to adolescence and even before that and having issues with legs, hips, lower back, things like that. Um, so while I was always a really active person and um, seemingly a pretty strong person, I was really never able to um, just get involved with anything athletic, anything fitness. I didn't play any sports in school at all. Um, I don't have any background in lifting or working out. Um, never stepped foot in a commercial gym until I was, like I said, 39 years old. And um, do you want me to go into what prompted that? Oh, yes. Yeah, I'll say that, that's, that's such a great story. Okay, so um, backtrack. So I'm 38 years old and I've got four kids and some farm animals and things like that. 
And, um, you know, through the years, I had tried a few exercise videos, you know, pop one in the DVD player, see what I could do. I could never follow through because without fail, I would get a couple of weeks into a program, I'd start feeling good. And then all of a sudden, I would just be in excruciating pain. Um, you know, it would go down from my lower back, radiate through my hips, all the way down that sciatic, sciatic nerve, um, you know, down to my feet. And it would come to a point where I was literally crawling across the floor for days and days and days, um, having to take my take care of my kids. And mm. that's um, not an exaggeration. I honestly on hands and knees. And um, fast forward a few years, you know, you're getting a little bit older and you want to be active. And I'm starting to see some places where maybe I'm losing a little bit of strength or stamina in taking care of the kids. And because I homeschool, I enrolled my kids in a family boot camp program. And watching them and watching the adults that participated, it just, it looked like a lot of fun. And I'd always been interested in running an obstacle course race and trying my hand at that. Um, so I, I tried to get involved and it was just a couple of days into that where the same thing happened. Um, I jumped in, did really well. And then I literally uh, woke up one morning and I could not get out of bed. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, this is, you know, when you're a mom, you go through a lot of painful situations, you know, childbirth, taking care of your kids, um, you know, going from having a C-section and waking up the next day and, you know, having babies and toddlers on each arm. So it wasn't <laughs> that I hadn't been through any uh, painful circumstances in the past, but this one was very different. I physically was unable to actually move my body and had to have my husband carry me to the bathroom as humiliating as that was. Mm -hmm. um, so after a couple of days of absolutely seeing no improvements, no progress, the pain is, is still excruciating and I still can't get out of bed. Um, I ended up seeking out um, some help from an orthopedic surgeon. And long story short, through that process, um, I actually saw three and each of those three gave me the same opinion, which was that I had cam impinger, hip, uh, hip impingement. I had bilateral labral tears. So the cartilage on either side of my hip joints was pretty torn up. Mm -hmm. um, I had some bone fragments that were embedded in, in that cartilage and um, had severely misshapen femoral head. So the top of my thigh bone was from birth misshapen problems with my hip sockets and they told me that I needed immediate surgery to repair the tears and to deal with those bone fragments and that before age 35 they all three said that it was about 95% likely that I was going to need a complete wow that's crazy yeah it was um it was very crazy um do you you know so going through that process you know you talk to the doctors and these are medical professionals and yeah. they're telling you that, you know, you've got to go home and you've got to continue on with life and take care of your family with a body that will not cooperate. So it was a very scary situation. So you didn't go, you didn't pursue any of those. You didn't pursue any of the surgeries or nothing. No. So, you know, you get in the car after you hear that first diagnosis and, then the second and then the third. 
Okay. And, um, you know, there's a lot of disbelief there. I'm almost 40 years old and I'm thinking, okay, I knew this was bad, but I didn't know it was this bad. Right. And you go through all the horror stories you hear about hip surgery, um, all the possible complications. And so, and, and then, you know, just as a mom, my inability to serve my family and take care of my family, mm-hmm. um, because with either surgery, the immediate, um, you know, they wanted basically to take a, a saw off of my hips and reshape them and sew them back together. And then the eventual hip replacement, both of those surgeries have such a long, um, long recovery time. Right. And you're in, you're in, you're in bed forever. You can't do anything. You've got drainage tubes. Oh. Um, you know, and so you, you think about the prospect of physically not being able to care for your family right. for nine to 12 months. And it's, it's not a situation that any wife and mom ever wants to find herself. Absolutely not. Yeah, of course not. And so whenever you're in the car and you go to these, you know, you're hearing all this information, right? You're hearing all the information and now you're going home. Well, what's, what are you processing? Like, what are you, what are you telling yourself? What's, what's kind of going through your mind in that point in time after hearing all that and driving home? Do, are you like, like, oh, I, I have to do this? Or did you think like, you know what, I got to find a different way? You know, I mean, my first thought was, um, obviously, I, I just felt like my body had betrayed me and I felt down. It felt mm-hmm. like I was letting down my family. Um, how could I do this to them? You know, um, so there's a lot of disappointment in myself. And, you know, that was all beyond my control. That was all things that were I was born with and that just progressively got worse mm-hmm. over the years. But you still feel like you are letting the people that you're supposed to be lifting up and taking care of down. Mm -hmm. Um, so there was a lot of frustration and, um, you know, after I researched the surgeries, there was fear because when you research those surgeries and you see the long-term recovery, you see the long-term physical therapy prognosis, and then you look at the recidivism rate, which is basically the rate in which you have to have that surgery again, or that surgery fails. And those numbers were extremely high. Um, going from 90 to 95% of people that had these surgeries, um, their quality of life after that was not any better than what it was before. So, um, you know, from there, that, that fear and that frustration kind of pushed me into, there has got to be a better way to do this. That's awesome. And that's, I'm so glad that you, uh, even though I didn't know you back then, I'm very happy that you took that path to, to, to um, become an expert in your, you know, diagnosis or, you know, the things that were wrong with, with, with the stuff that you're born with. But I, I liked how you took that path. Um, it's very easy because a, and I'm not underestimating any doctors and I'm sure you're not as well, but sometimes it's like quick answers. You know, these surgeries is like, let's get it done so that you can, you know, we just fix this. It's a problem. Let's fix it. But in reality, it's like you can, most of the time you can fix a lot of the stuff on your own. And, um, and yes, there are professionals and it, I, it must've been hard to hear this from a professional. And, um, and now obviously since with your journey now, now you know that you can do it on your own and, um, and you did do it on your own, which is awesome. So thank God that you didn't, you know, take those surgeries. Cause now you have a, you're doing amazing things with your body and stuff now. And, um, but I truly think it's, it's, I admire the fact that you, that you really, with all the pain that you were going through, that you decided 
Like it's that, that's the crazy mentality to have. Like, you know what? I'm not going to listen to these people. I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to research and I'm going to go through the pain and struggle more than I am in right now. And I'm going to do things that I'm unfamiliar with that could possibly hurt me more, but I'm going to make sure that I have checked every other box before I can do this. Absolutely. And that was the mindset and that was the mentality. Um, wow. You know, surgery to me seemed like such um such a difficult option and such a final option. Mm-hmm. And I had to think that if I have lived this long and although it wasn't pain free and there were struggles, but I'm still here, I'm still okay, that there, there had to be a better way. And again, when you look at the surgery and you look at the long-term effects and you look at the quality of life, which is what I was looking at, how will my quality of life improve after that? Will it improve? Is this going to help me, you know, if I, have two years in which I am recovering and really um, there's there's a, t- a time and a mm-hmm. financial strain on your mm-hmm. family um, and, and shifting the burden to my husband to take care of a lot of things that he you know doesn't necessarily have time to do mm-hmm. um, is there is there a light at the end of the tunnel and when mm-hmm. I looked at it objectively there was not and you know I agree with you I appreciate Um, I appreciate that we live in a country and we live in a time where there are medical advances and that um, there are these options for people. But so often, um, even though surgery is never easy, I feel like it's looked at as an easy button. You go Mm -hmm. in, the doctor says, this is what's wrong with you. This is what happened. Let's do it. And it takes this one size fits all mentality. And it, what it does is it reduces us all um, and marginalizes people into becoming uh, a page in a medical journal. And yep. we, you know, that that's not who we are and that's not how the human body functions. It's a kinetic chain. And when there's a break in one area, it affects another area. Mm-hmm. And more than likely the break in that first area was caused by something else that was malfunctioning. So very seldom do we look at the body as this whole kinetic chain. We look at these individual parts and let me go ahead and sew and glue this part back together. And then I think people think that everything else will fall into place. And the reality is your body gets used to moving in these patterns Mm -hmm. of dysfunction, Mm -hmm. these paths of least resistance. And that's what I had done to myself for nearly 40 years is I had trained my body to move uh, and to function in the capacity that I was born to function in. But over the years, I'm moving in these very deconstructive patterns and these very harmful patterns. Right. And what I had done is I had taken a lot of my body's ability to heal and support itself out of the equation. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, with my hips, having having those initial issues are not a great thing. Being born, you know, anatomically incorrect, for lack of a better um, right. wording, is never a positive thing. Mm-hmm. But your body is amazing, and if you take the time to build up the structures around um, certain defective parts or dysfunctioning parts, and to deal with that, your body is incredible and can really learn to um, build and support that. And so, for me, that was my that was my pathway. What can I do to strengthen everything else around the hip um, to give it the support that it needed, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, with the posterior chain, with the glutes, everything else, and then to retrain those bad patterns slowly into good ones and teach my body how to move. Right. 
Okay, awesome. I like, I love everything you just said right now. So going from your, uh, them telling you the, the news and, and you absorbing it and then now you having to react. So I love, um, it's bad news, right? Obviously people get bad news almost all the time and it's your choice to decide whether or not I'm going to not have control and I'm going to react unaccordingly or react in a way that you shouldn't react in a certain situation that just escalates a problem. But instead you, you know, okay, take a step back. I'm going to absorb this. Okay. Um, it's already pain that I can deal with. So I'm going to take just a couple of days and just think about this and I'm going to react accordingly so I can improve and understand myself and hopefully improve the whole situation. So, so after, <clears throat> after you taking your steps, what, what, so what did you do? Like, what, what was after that? How did you begin to help yourself? How did you begin to improve your hip strength? Well, I did exactly what you said. Um, I learned about my body. I read anything and everything that I could find mm-hmm. um, about the situations that, had, that I had going on. I learned about the anatomy of the hip. I learned about the kinetic chain. I learned how ankle mobility um, affects your knee, which affects your hip, which affects everything in your whole body. So awesome. I did exactly what you said. I became basically an anatomical expert. Good. Um, I looked at my body from a standpoint of this is what I have and this is what it should look like. And um, from there, I determined step one was strengthen the posterior chain, build up the posterior chain to the point where I can start moving and then dealing with those bad patterns. Wow. That is, that is, that's insane. I, I feel like, so I've been, I've been training for a long time and I've gone through my share of injuries. Um, you know, and I've all, I was also in the army. So we jump out of planes and sometimes you hurt yourself every now and then and you know, whatnot. Uh, and I would get injured, you know, and, um, and something I would most, I feel like most times people go to band-aids like, uh, tons of painkillers or tons of this and that. And I, this is how I think of it. I, I think still to this day, that the pain is there for a specific reason. And I feel like pain is like, um, comes from many different things, but inflammation is like the majority of what pain kind of uh, comes from, like nerve inflammation or some sort of inflammation somewhere. And, uh, and I feel like that pain is, is like, should be almost kind of like your best friend. If a certain movement creates this pain, then something is wrong around this area. You need to fix it. Something has to happen. And you keep pushing through that pain and figuring out kind of what happens and and then you're able to eliminate it sooner or later like you don't need to have all those you know band-aids or whatnot and sometimes it's too overwhelming you have to you know sometimes but that's one thing i think is truly amazing that you did because going through knowing that you have pain and then going through pain to improve that is hard and that takes a specific mentality to do that. No, it's interesting that you said that. Um, and I completely agree with what you said about pain. Pain is your friend. If you look mm-hmm. at it in terms as it is a signal that something is not right. And if you do your due diligence and you are intelligent about examining that pain and why you're experiencing that pain, I think you end up learning so much more about your body and, uh, you know, how you need to work through that instead of doing exactly what you said, using a Band-Aid. Um, I was actually prescribed, I think, three pretty strong um, painkillers. And mm, I gosh. did not I did not use them. 
Awesome. Um, and you know, there's anti-inflammatories, oh there's painkillers, yep. but to me, it's exactly what you said. It masks a symptom. And when we mask a symptom, sometimes we end up forgetting that there is an underlying issue. Mm-hmm. Getting rid of the pain doesn't get rid of the problem. Um, it just teaches us to ignore it up until a point where something else goes really, really wrong. Gosh. And you know, from a medical standpoint, a scientific standpoint, um, the other problem with anti-inflammatories, um, you know, painkillers to some extent, but specifically anti-inflammatories, is that inflammatory inflammation can often be your friend. It is your body's way of attacking um, poorly functioning tissue, damaged mm-hmm. tissue, and then that breaking down of that damaged tissue actually sends signals to your body to rebuild that area and then working through that range of motion it actually signals your body to come back stronger and when we overuse those medications and we rely on them not only do we rob ourselves an opportunity to actually get to the root of our problem but we rob our body of the ability to do what it's supposed to do which is break down the bad stuff and rebuild itself bigger and stronger than it was before which is that's what we're designed to do yes Oh my gosh, that was, um, that is, that's like the truth. That's like exactly, that's exactly what it is. And yes, I, yes, absolutely. It's like, you hit it like just spot on. It's like, it just, I can't, there's nothing else to say to it because that's what it is. Your pain and inflammation is exactly, it's like a, um, it's like whenever it comes down to your uh, m- metabolic rate and ever, whenever people are under eating or they, you know, are not eating as much, like your metabolism will adjust, uh, adapt to that. Same thing with your right. body when it gets hurt, right? It's got to inflame. It has to. Like, it's, it's going to get warmer there. Like, it's going to have to, you know, same thing when you get a cut. There's got to be a clot. Sometimes clots cause a lot of different things. Like in the brain, a clot's not good, but you get a cut on your hand, it clots up because it's going to stop bleeding. So, like, your body... It has all these different things and it's there for a specific reason, just like you said. Exactly. And, uh, and you know, a lot of us, and I've witnessed it too, and, you know, I've always, I don't know, love pain. I, I've always, you know, pain, no one likes pain, but you have to, it talks to you. That's just all it is. Your pain is, is, is telling you something, something's wrong, something's happening, and you have the power and opportunity to fix it. Because just like you said, um, all these things just mask, you know, the pain or mask this, but there's, there's a problem somewhere and it's going to, that pain's going to stay there or it's going to escalate to a replacement or whatever the case may be. Um, if you don't fix the issue that's, that's causing that type of pain. Absolutely. So you, um, hit, you hit it dead on. That was awesome. I hope, I hope people really listen to what you just said right now. Cause that was absolutely, that was it. That was it. But one thing that's, that's so cool that I want to, I want to know your opinion on is, um, you've gone through a lot of pain you've gone through a lot of stuff with your body okay so how do you view injury now so like if something happens to you um or you know have you had any other injuries besides the your hip stuff yeah i actually did so um i work out at home i've been at home for about two years now um like i told you when i started i was in a gym and we had a little uh kind of a fitness competition and I was going from one um, one place to the next, and I couldn't get through because of some crowding. And I ended up jumping a railing that was up high on a dock, and the railing was not bolted in. 
and um, I came down with a pretty hard crash and tore everything in my left knee, um, which coincidentally is the worst side on my hips as well. Um, so tore the ACL, um, ruptured it, MCL, um, LCL, have a bucket handle meniscus tear. Right. And this was just on the cusp of, I have finally worked through these issues. I you know, was just starting to, to lift weights and finding success in that and really kind of finding my, um, my athleticism. I started running OCRs and was doing really well at that. And then all of a sudden, you That's know, incredible. This, yeah, this catastrophic injury happens. And, um, you know, it, I think if I had gone through that prior to what I went through with my hips, I don't think that I would have had the same mentality. So I'm mm. extremely grateful for having worked through everything that I had with my hips and started from ground zero and building it back up and wow. knowing that just because a doctor gives you a prognosis and just because something is a traditional way to handle it doesn't mean that this is how I'm going to do it. So I basically did what I did with my hips. <laughs> I, I researched how your body deals with it. I, I became an expert on um, synovial fluid and cytokines. And I'm not saying that everyone has to do that um, mm -hmm. specific thing. Um, you can certainly rely on medical professionals for advice. But as you know, the, the standard procedure for dealing with an ACL rupture is, you know, basically you quit anything and everything athletic. And if you have any desire to get back involved with things like that, I mean, it you go through and you have the, the graft surgery mm -hmm. um, because an ACL typically will not. Uh, repair it. It can repair itself with small tears, but with a rupture, you're not going to see a rebuild or typically you're not going to see a rebuild. Um, right. But again, you know, the human body, if you handle your injury in the right way, which for me, it was, I did everything completely opposite. So they tell you to ice, but um, I used heat and, and warmth to keep the blood flow. Um, for the first 10 days, I took no anti-inflammatories as at that point, inflammation is your friend and you use that to get rid of all the stuff that was torn up in your knee and to start that rebuilding process. And after that, I think um, it was two and a half days before I got back. So I blew out everything in my knee, essentially mm -hmm. um, had that confirmed um, at an urgent care. And then later on with, with an ortho, um, but I was back in the gym, uh, working out, doing upper body, wearing four knee braces after two and a half days. And less than a week after that, I was actually deadlifting again. Um, and within, within four weeks, I had beat my deadlift, my old deadlift max <laughs> with, with my broken down knee. Right. Um, I had run, uh, I think eight weeks later, I ran an eight mile obstacle course race and 12 weeks after that injury, I um, ran without kinesio tape, without a knee brace. I ran a 14-mile obstacle in the hills, which was pretty brutal. And um, I've been pulling trucks and tractors down the road ever since. Nice. So how do you feel right now? Uh, right now, I feel good. Um, you know, when you have injured yourself, those things are always in the back of your mind. You're always mindful. But for me, that's a good thing. Yep. I'm such a, a passionate person and a, um, 
I guess I'm, I'm someone that just jumps in there and gets involved. And I don't know that I'm exactly fearless, but I'm fearless about a lot of things. But knowing my injuries and knowing what I have to deal with, it teaches me to train smarter, um, to be more yep. aware when I feel a little bit of a twinge mm-hmm. or, um, you know, I, I videotape my workout so I can watch my range of motion, so I can watch how I move a lot. So I, I feel great. Um, I'm absolutely um, more fit, more athletic than I ever have been in my entire life. Um, I don't feel like I have any physical limitations at all. Mm-hmm. And the, the injuries and what I went through with them just serve as a reminder for, um, you know, you're, you're stronger than you think you are. And yes. set your mind to accomplish something. Um, there's really nothing that can get in your way. That is, it's crazy. It's like you're, um, wow. It's people, so many people have so much amazing stories, you know, and the body, just like we've been talking about an entire, this whole episode is the body is so beautiful. And it's so, it's amazing in what it can accomplish. Truly, truly amazing. And what the body can do. Like we produce life, like how much, how much more great can it get? You know, like you just produced life. Like that is, it is insane. And when it comes down to injury and just improving yourself, like to me, I think that's, that's the ultimate is you, you have found so much about yourself. And I feel like a lot of us go through life and we don't even know who we are. Like we, we know who we are. We know our name. We know what we do, what we've done, but there's still so much potential inside of you that is, that is through the roof. Like you can do so much. And there's, I feel like there's a lot of people that, um, that have gotten simple injuries, maybe not simple, but just like, you know, my knee hurts whenever I sit up or sit down on the couch, like, you know, but, and then they don't want to figure out what's wrong. And, but like, if you did that journey to figure out what's wrong could create doors for you to finally become the, the fittest version of yourself and to be happier, create a mentality and a mindset that's like, that you never had before. Like there's so much potential in people. And I feel like um, some of us just don't, we don't, we don't pull it out, you know? No, that's perfect. I love what you said. And that is absolutely true. Um, I mean, obviously there was a physical transformation with me. I put on a little bit of muscle, but what you said about learning who you are and learning your potential. um, I just echo that times a million because you know when when I started when I first walked into that little boot camp um, you know I my my goals were simple my mm-hmm. goals were you know it'd be nice to lose five pounds and be active with my kids and that was really all that that my goals were is just to be a little bit I'm approaching 40 years old you know I'd like mm-hmm. to be a little bit healthier than I was yesterday right. and you know now you know, I'm, I'm doing pretty big things. You know, I'm running obstacle course races competitively. I shared a stage with some of the most elite athletes in, that is awesome. in the, the country or in the world. Yes. I mean, it's, yes. it's insane to be standing alongside um, CrossFit champs and Olympic athletes and um, you know, and then there's, and then there's me and I'm not saying that everybody has to have that, that huge goal. Um, that is something that I never would have imagined and that I, I, don't, I didn't even think about pursuing myself. It was actually um, an Instagram friend that sent me the application 
Um, I never would have thought that I could have qualified and that they would want me and that I would physically be able to hang with these amazing athletes. But, um, you know, I did it. And, you know, now I've got this whole different bucket list, this whole different outlook on life. And it's not all just physical. It's, you know, the world is weird right now, right? We're, we're dealing with this pandemic and we're, mm. we're seeing things across the world that can sometimes be scary and make us feel really insecure. But um, what you said about building the mindset is you, you, you get strong and you get tough mentally. Anything that you do in the gym or that you do athletic wise, all of that is rooted in a mindset. And that mindset translates. That's what I love about fitness is that Mm -hmm. everything that you do fitness wise translates into the rest of your life. You just have this attitude of it may hurt at the moment. It may be hard at the moment. It may be tough. um, And it may not feel super comfortable, but I know if I push through this and I make it through this, there is victory and strength on the other side of that. And I think that goes for everything that you deal with in life, be it illness, be it something with job, family issues, no matter what, that that strength and that mentality are just vital, I think, to making it through life. Wow, that's a good that's a good word. Vital. That that's a great way to say that. And I truly, I truly agree with you. I have always been Actually, no, I have not always been like that. Fitness has uh, been a part of my life in the beginning, maybe just like you. How, you, know, you wanted to lose a few pounds and be healthier for your kids, right? Very simple goal. But at the point to you, it was big. Like, I want to do this. I want to achieve this. Um, and now, obviously, it's what you're doing is remarkable, right? Um, same thing with me. I wanted to just get bigger. I was such a small kid, and I felt weak as a guy. So I wanted to get stronger and get bigger. I wanted to go into the military. I wanted to be, I wanted to be tough and strong. Um, and then going through everything I've done, it's, it was more, it was getting off the whole physical thing. I was so focused on um, looking a specific way. I wanted to have this core definition. I wanted to have a nice chest. You know, my upper chest wasn't as good as I wanted to look. And that would hurt me, you know, like in my mind, I'd be like, it'd frustrate me. Um, and then after, you know, that kind of goes on and on, then it went into fitness is now mentally healing. It's, it's, it's creating a mindset for me. There's things I've done that I would have never done if fitness was never in my life uh, because of that specific reason that you just said. Whenever you go against, like think about you, right? You're going to this deadlift. You just had a knee injury. Uh, you're, you know, you're, you fixed your hips and um, you don't know what's going to happen. I pull this bar. I don't know what's going to happen. Like who knows what's going to happen? Okay, you do PRs. You, you don't know what's going to happen. Hopefully you get the weight. But then you're thinking about this and that. What if I do this or pull this wrong? Something can happen. And the same thing in life, you know? I don't know if I can buy this house right now. I don't know if I should, you know, marry this person. Like, you don't know, but you just do it. And, and like with fitness, that builds that mentality for yourself. And I, I yes. love whenever you find amazing people like yourself that truly believe that and not just believe it, but live it too. I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. It, um, it, it, it does not begin in the gym and it doesn't end in the gym. Yep. Absolutely. You're just like, you're just sculpting who you, who you are. That's, you're just making a stronger version of yourself, just like you said earlier, which is absolutely incredible. Um, so with, with everything that you've done and all the obstacles you had to overcome, like whenever you look in the mirror and, and you were that person um, going to these appointments, trying to figure out what's wrong. And then now 
you know, being on stage with one of the most elite athletes in the world, you know, like that is crazy. How, what do you think? How, how do you, how is your mindset now whenever you look at yourself? Like, do you get emotional? Do you, are you very happy about what you've done? Like what, like this, how do you view yourself now? Um, you know, there is some disbelief in there. I mean, I, I, I look at, I think, wow, how did I even get to this point? How did I go from this broken down person that was, you know, hopeless for a moment in time into, you know, the endless possibilities, which is the way I feel now. And, you know, I know in life there's nothing guaranteed. Um, mm -hmm. You know, waking up tomorrow is not guaranteed. Nothing mm -hmm. ever is. Um, but I feel the, the, I feel like that, um, you know, the, just the confidence and the ability to push forward for me are just the most invaluable things that I've gotten from I mean, it's like you said, it's really awesome. To look in the mirror and see a nice physique. It's, it's, I, I love getting the gains. I love building <laughs> the muscle, love taking the progress pictures and seeing where I was, you know, six months ago, three months ago versus mm -hmm. now, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of motivation there, but you know, if it's just aesthetics, you know, you're, you're missing out like the, the, yes. the mindset and the, the, the confidence and the way you tackle life just absolutely changes who you are changes from the inside out. And I think that's what I tell most people is when you, you know, I never liked to exercise and was it because I was lazy? Probably. Was it because it hurt? Also probably. But when you start seeing the internal benefits and you wear those, <laughs> it, it's, um, that's, that's where all that comes. The, the confidence, the knowing that if you wake up tomorrow and things are very different for you, you know what? It's just, it's just another challenge. It's just another hurdle. And it's another hurdle that I'm going to jump over. And I will yes. be, I will be A-OK. -okay. And that's a message that is super important for me to, to share with my kids. You know, I've got four kids and um, I've got um, two that are teenagers, one that just graduated. <laughs> you know, they're stepping out. Nice. Congratulations. Girls. Thank you. Thank that's awesome. You. Yeah, they're, they're awesome. Actually, my older two, um, they've been doing, because we homeschool, they've actually been doing college for two years and they're both honor students there. So Look at um, that. Hey kids, get a plug in for the kids there. Um, but you know, you you want to teach your kids that um, I'm never a mom that's ever sheltered my children. Um, I don't I don't work that way. There mm -hmm. are bad things that we're all gonna have to deal with in the world and in life. Yep. And you have got to have deep roots so that when the storm comes, you you know, your branches may sway and some leaves may get knocked off, but when your roots are you know deep in the ground and your roots are strong, you can withstand a hurricane. And so that's really the message that I hope, um, you know, everyone listening gets is that, yes. you know, you're, you're never too old. You're never too weak. You're never too broken. You can always build yourself up and it starts from the inside out. And once you go through that journey as hard and as difficult as it is, you will always be a changed person, but change for the better. Wow. Jeez. I, I love that you brought your kids in because um, I was just going to say, when, whenever we were, okay, the first time that I jumped out of an airplane was with uh, all my brothers and sisters, right? Like we, the people I wow. served us, we'd all lined up 
And um, I was so scared. I was so scared. But the person next to me, great friend of mine, um, he jumped out. And I immediately thought, dude, if he can do it, I can do it. So with you and your kids watching you throughout your whole journey, especially the oldest ones, they're going to know um, if anything happens in life or whatever, you know, obviously you've been there through with them through every and vice versa. They're going to know that, you know what? My mom did it. I know I can do it. You know, it builds this confidence through role modeling. And I, I believe in that a thousand percent. And uh, that is truly that that's like in another amazing aspect of everything that you've done for yourself. Yes, amen to that. Um, that that is that is super important. Um, and I just so I appreciate you allowing me the opportunity to tell my story because I think it's so important for people to advocate for themselves to, um, you know, not approaching it in arrogance or anything like that. But I think people need to value themselves enough to decide to do what's best for themselves, which is themselves. Like you said earlier, to dig deep and find out who you are and really grasp all of that God-given potential that you've got and figure out what you're going to do with it. And um, yeah, I just can't think of a more satisfying way to, to live your life. <laughs> that You know what? That was perfect. That was that was so good. That was the, the the best way you could you could end anything. That was that was absolutely amazing. If um, this whole conversation, you, you got me like I don't even know. It's, this is it's because there's so much truth. I feel like so much raw truth in this conversation we just had, and I truly I truly do hope that a lot of people that are really really listening because you can listen to things, but whenever you listen, like that is different. You're jumping into a different a different type of. Um, I guess, education or knowledge absorption, you know, cause you're not just hearing this, you're, you're hearing it with your heart, you're hearing it with your, with your mind, you're hearing it with what you got. And, um, a lot of people out there might be suffering with something. And just by listening to this, it might, it might have truly helped them. And I truly do hope that it has helped them. But if anyone who is listening right now or in the future and want to reach out to you or ask you any sort of questions or just simply say, thank you, where's like the best place, uh, these listeners can find you. Yeah, so I'm I'm not great in social media, but my <laughs> my biggest platform, you know, I'm a busy mom. Um, I I love Instagram. I love the positivity. I love the motivation that I get from a lot of fit family and Instagram. So I do have an Instagram account, um, and it's uh, Jess underscore Weatherby underscore Lifts. And uh, yeah, I mean, if you have any kind of questions, if anyone needs just encouragement. Um, I am not an expert, but I can certainly um, give feedback and advice on what worked for me when I was working through um, through injuries, um, certain things that helped me. Um, yeah, please, please reach out. And um, I would love to be a source of information, motivation, encouragement for anybody that needs it. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. And that's, that's so cool. Sometimes people need, they just need help. I remember in the day, back in the day, I would, I would be embarrassed or shy to ask for help. Um, but not no more after you go through stuff that you've gone through, you know, it's like, you know what, 
I gotta ask for help. So, so I hope everyone takes advantage of of um, of truly asking you for any any anything that they might need if they're going through injuries or whatnot. But everyone listening right now, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this amazing episode with our amazing guest speaker. And if you have grabbed any sort of value or, or inspiration from this uh, this podcast episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Facebook, Instagram story, send it to your best friend, your gym buddy, your mom or dad. The more people we can get to listen in to these episodes, the more lives that we can all change together. But thank you so much for being here again, everyone listening. And you just listened to another great episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. I'm your host, Coach Matt, amazing guest speaker, Jessica. And as usual, y'all, get out there, train hard. And live strong. All right, everyone. Bye. You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode or guest speakers are coming on the show, make sure to check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.